Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Welcome. Welcome. We're so happy that you're here listening to us, whether you're driving in your car or you're putting on your makeup or getting the kids ready or doing the laundry, trying to find socks that match. Yeah. All that stuff. That's my life. It's It goes to sock heaven often. I don't even know. I don't even know. But we... Like we boneyard. At my yeah. House. You know, and because and, my kids don't match their socks and hair ties, hair it's ties impossible. and socks, all the things there's a heaven for them. Yes. I don't even know, but we're, we're blessed and thankful that you're here yes. listening to the bliss beyond fear podcast. And we're pumped up because last week we did an awesome episode so listening to men talk about what they find attractive in women. And we would be not completing the full picture if we didn't ask women what they thought about what men thought. Yes. About them. What do they think? What are women thinking? What are you thinking? Women, what are you thinking? So we asked a couple women that are ages 26 through 55 mm-hmm. the same question, which was, what do you think men find attractive in women and Is there something that has changed that you used to think men found attractive, but through time and experience, you've, you've changed your perspective. So that's what we're going to listen to today and dive in with our reactions. Yes. So we're going to take our first caller. Hey, Des and Gina Marie. It's Sam. I'm 26 years old from Brentwood, California, and I've been happily married for two years now. Um, I think men find confidence and passion attractive. I think when a man sees a woman who is confident in her demeanor and passionate about different aspects in her life, it really shines through in conversations and presence altogether. I used to think that men were attracted to aloofness and disinterest upon first meeting or dating, and I've come to find that it's not entirely true. Uh, I think honesty and um, being straightforward is something that's appreciated much more because it shows that you can communicate and not pretend like you don't care. Anyway, I love your guys' podcast and I'm super proud of you. Bye. What a sweetheart. (laughs) And Sam, how articulate are you? Really? Like she's 26 years old. What a sharp young lady. Well-spoken. Absolutely. So, so Sam is a college graduate and, um, and she's happily married and being happily married and getting this amazing guy that she's got, she has learned that it was confidence and passion that lured him in. Right. Yeah. Whereas before when she was younger, aloofness and disinterest. And what what's interesting is last week, our caller, Jake, who's 25, talked about his advice to women was 
don't be like that. Right? Don't do that. Oh my gosh. And and how old was Jake? Twenty five. Get out. Yeah. yeah. Must so, be a thing in the in their in their twenties. And Sam is learning early. That's why she landed that that awesome man. That awesome man. <laughs> right. So it's uh it's those those games, those games that can be played. Let me play hard to get. I do think there's something to, you know, for the thrill of the chase, but it's not like if you have a confident woman, mm-hmm. that's going to be a chase. You know what I mean? Like that's, there's a natural chase that comes with that. That's right. There's a natural challenge. And it doesn't mean that you have to be difficult to have him chase you. Right. Right. And I, I think one of the things I remember Jake saying was match their interest. So as they're showing you and they're opening up, because often men lead the way, right? And where they are in the relationship, meet them, mm-hmm. meet them where they are. You, yeah. you feel that energy, you feel that connection, you know, you don't have to do the, okay, I'm not going to call you back for three days and, right. you know, that Play whole game. that whole thing. Yeah. Unless you want to attract that kind of guy, yeah. you know, that's going to put up with that. Yeah. yeah. Let's be thinking about that, women. Are you being the woman that the man that you want to attract would want, right? That's right. Okay, so next. Let's listen to the next caller. Hey, Des and Gina Marie. This is Bethany. I am 31, and I live in Austin, Texas. And with the exception of a few months here and there, I've pretty much been single for the past 10 years. So um, I feel like I have some um uh, experience with dating people. And I love this podcast. I believe that what I found in dating that men find most attractive. There's very big, they have very basic needs. Uh, girls have a lot of subcategories, a lot of boxes to be checked, but with men, I feel like the basic things they want is someone that they are attracted to just drawn towards physically and energy wise, someone that they really enjoy being around someone who's agreeable and someone that makes them feel like they're at home. Um, they also just want somebody who holds, who holds some similar values, maybe not exactly with each thing, but similar basic values. And for guys that are secure and guys that, um, are feeling accomplished in their life, they want somebody to do life alongside. They want someone to do life alongside them. Um, and I feel like guys have a lot of grace in areas that girls may not. Um, so previously I thought that guys just wanted somebody to support them and just stand behind them and kind of have like the dutiful wife and they wanted to be in charge. Um, and, but now I've kind of realized that guys, they want somebody to stand beside them. And at least the guys that I've been exposed to someone to stand beside them and to challenge them and support them. And then also tell them when they're wrong. And they also want somebody that they can be proud of her, uh, proud of her accomplishments and her attributes and be proud of their relationship. So that's been a nice thing that I've learned. Um, but I love this podcast. I'm so excited to hear about this episode. Oh my gosh. She's awesome. Bethany is amazing. She is a rock star. She's a lactation consultant mm-hmm. and she, she just does so many awesome things and her mindset is very elevated and she had such a well-rounded response and it's interesting because she really covered the gamut, you know. There there is a, a natural physical attraction, 
and energy. And I love that she talked about values. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Something uh, once again, I think that you're going to attract what you are, right? Yeah. So if you're looking for somebody who has similar values, you're going to get that. You know what I mean? Like, like be bold in those values because that will attract them. And then she said, do life alongside of them. Yes. DJ kind of mentioned that also, right? Right. Yeah. Um, he taught DJ last week, talked about, uh, be, you know, being a supporter, somebody yeah. that can, whether it is that you're traveling or you're taking on different entrepreneurial adventure, that person is there side by side with you. And it isn't about being behind the person because when two people to come, come together, both of your lights should shine, mm-hmm. so, you know, and you can share that spotlight. Right. It's not, it's not just being a cheerleader. It's somebody who, like she said, can challenge you as well. Right. Tell you well, when you you're know, wrong. And I think, I think it is, it's interesting because, you know, I can speak on both sides of mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. When I was younger. Yeah. And I was having children. I definitely was the domestic support. I was at home. We were really, really involved in the church. We had we had a great life. And I did want to be the woman behind the man. Mm-hmm. Like that was my dream. I just want to be the woman behind the man. And which is hilarious because like it's kind of hard to hide me. But <laughs> 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 anyhow, um, And now moving into my next relationship, next chapter, I'm in a different place. I have goals and dreams that I want to accomplish for myself as well in business and personally. And the man that I attracted said, I don't want you to be behind me. I want you to be beside me. And, and I love that. So I can kind of relate to, to both of those things. Now, what, what did she used to think? Well, or she used to yeah, think to that stand behind, stand behind yeah. versus now. Okay. Well then there you go. That was me too. Yeah. That was me too. I was stand behind my man and now stand alongside. Well, it's, it's interesting too, because I have experienced throughout my dating in marriage that because of my drive and my ambition, it's been intimidating sometimes for men. And so when you have that, it's, it's just exactly what you said. You have to find someone that matches that. It's not, it shouldn't be an excuse, you know, of like, oh, there's just nobody. You just have to try harder, you know, uh, to, to find somebody who can appreciate that, respect that, encourage that, and not ever make you feel like your light should shine any less or you should dim your light so that they can feel superior or better or anything like that. So it takes finding a secure person. You know, actually it, for me in that, in that place, when the girls were younger and I was homeschooling and teaching and, you know, doing all the things that I did, that was a way of me shining. Like I, in that space, I was shining. And because of circumstances and transformation, I shine now in a different way. <laughs> right, right. You know? And I, and I think there's, there's a holistic picture there. 
like maintaining a household. That's that's big, especially if you're if you have children and that's that's the biggest job that there is. Hands down. Hands down that's the biggest job that there is, but then there's the financial part. There's a lot of different pieces to the puzzle, and I think having balance and honesty and partnership is is critical. And being be, knowing who you are. Yep. And you evolve. You do. You change. I mean, I have, I have. We always are. I, I believe know. we're always, we always are. My, my kids really struggle with this because, because the circumstances, you change, mm-hmm. you know, things happen that you don't have control over. That's right. Like sometimes somebody divorces you, yeah. you change, you become a different person. Sometimes, you know, in my case, somebody passed away. I changed. There's things that happen and you adjust. Yeah. And or opportunities present themselves. Or opportunities. That you didn't entertain before and then you're leaning into something that's new and different that is pushing you, propelling you into a space and possibilities that you didn't even anticipate were there. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Okay. Now let's see what the next caller, the next caller has to say. Hey, Des and Gina Marie, this is Christina. I am 38 and I've been in a relationship for the past five and a half years. We live in Oakley, California. I'm loving the podcast. So uh, what I think men find attractive, well, when I was younger, what I thought men found attractive was tight jeans and low-cut shirts and sexy dancing and that kind of like wild girl behavior. And now that I am older and wiser, I think that what men find attractive is someone who's going to be a good partner and homemaker and, you know, a good cook and, you know, someone who's going to take care of the family and that sort of thing. Just, you know, overall sort of like wifey material, I guess. That's what I believe men find attractive. So thanks, ladies. Keep up the good work. Okay, Christina. So she said also she believes that a man wants a good partner and a homemaker, family-oriented, and that's what she's wanting to be. Mm-hmm. But she's uh, Christina's pregnant right now and she's nesting and everything. And, so exciting. And I would imagine that she knows her man and she knows the way. And I think every guy mm-hmm. has a certain pull towards a certain type of woman, right? That's because right. there's so many different shapes and sizes and personalities and everything. I have a very bold personality. Not every man wants to be around that. I think that's what finds me so attracted to the man that I'm with because he can actually handle me. Not a lot of people can. So with her, she's attracted a man that really loves family and that works for her because that's how, you know, she's focused. Um, she said that she used to think, I think this is really common for younger women. And I guess, so, sadly, I've been to clubs and I've seen a lot of this um, with been older, women, older women. Tight the coo- jeans, like the cougar section? <laughs> <laughs> um, sexy dancing and, you know, the wild girl. Where I think guys are okay with that, but not... In certain spaces, yeah. maybe after they know that you're also confident right. and driven, you can do all of that. Yeah. Because 
Well, and then and, to dance. and it's the difference between <laughs> having a dance and being someone that could get introduced to a family member. Right. Right. So I, you know, I don't think that that's uncommon to, to think about looks. Right. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I definitely there's attraction. Attraction it's, it's, it's is. Gotta be and there. it's the first, it's the first impression that occurs. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts about attraction. And it's, it's the first thing that, that happens before you get to know the character of someone, you do see their presence and their appearance, and you're going to look at that. And but what's going to keep them, yeah, right? That's right. What is going to make that man go, you know what? There's just something about her and I want her in my life. That's right. Right? And it's more than the tight jeans. Let's see what the next caller has to say. Hey, Des and Gina Marie. It's April from Reno, Nevada. I love, love, love your podcast, your realness and your energy. I feel like I am sitting in the room with you ladies and it's a, it's been amazing. So wanted to answer the question about what men find most attractive. First, I should say I'm 41, married, live in, again, Reno, Nevada in the U.S. And let's start by saying what I used to think they found most attractive. So when you're younger and, you know, the combination of, oh, I don't know, magazines and TV and all this sort of stuff, you really believe that it's, it's really looks, right? It's, it's body and hair and makeup and all those things, um, that they really find most attractive. And so we get hung up on that, right? We get super, super focused on that. Um, but fast forward many years, I don't believe that that's it at all. Um, I think that what men, men find most attractive, a few things. One, one that immediately pops to mind is confidence, When they can still, when they see you as a confident woman, and also when they can see how others see you as a confident woman, it's attractive. And again, that's not dress size or the lipstick. Those are nice to haves, but let's be honest, ladies, we kind of do that for us. Sometimes we do it for other ladies, Um, but really we should do that to make us feel better. And what does that translate over to? more confidence. When we look in the mirror, we feel good and that puts off a certain energy. And I believe it's actually that energy, that confidence that that's attractive to them. The other thing I would say is just being a friend and a partner. So I don't know how to describe it other than to say kind of just being up for the ride. So whether that's a hike or a ball game, just having fun and being a joy to be with, I think that's a really attractive uh, feature as well. And, you know, I think something that actually deserves an honorable mention and is an attractive thing for men too is how you make them feel. So obviously what I'm talking about here isn't necessarily physical traits about a woman, but it's attractive how you make them feel. So it's very easy after being in a relationship for a long time to, you know, be critical of our partners and remind them all, all the ways they're coming up short. But when we elevate our partner, we can make them still feel, um, feel like a hero. I think that's, that's very attractive too. That makes them even more attracted to us too, is, is the way that, that we're making them feel. So, um, my list isn't really physical attributes, you'll notice, um, because when I came down to it, I'm, I'm not so sure that's it. We could have a preference, dark hair, light hair, tall, short, whatever. But ultimately, I think it's it's about something greater than that. So hope that helps. Keep doing what you ladies are doing. Really enjoying it and uh, looking forward to the next episode. Wow, that was really good. So I love what April said about this. She used to think that it's looks and body, hair and makeup and everything mm-hmm. where, and then I like the point that she said that can give you confidence. Yes. But it's the confidence 
that they're attracted to, it's not the, the body and the hair and the lipstick and everything. Right. And I think that, that there's, women can get confident from that. I mean, you've seen people like get a haircut and go, whoa, like they're like a whole different person now that they've gotten this haircut. Mm -hmm. But that's a temporary thing, right? There's confidence can, you know, that's fleeting, you know, your hair's a mess. If you have confidence in your hair and then your hair's a mess, then where's your confidence? Like you have to have more of a permanent confidence that, that is internal, right? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, one of the things that Wesley said last week was, it's okay to go yeah. outside yeah. with no makeup and a ponytail. Yeah. And, and uh, because when you're confident, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's attractive. I like how she said, oh gosh, she said so many things. Okay. So she said somebody who rides beside you. Yeah. Is being up for the ride. And that's exactly what DJ said, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. DJ said, you know, he loves that his woman is like supportive in what he does yeah. and is fine when he's doing his thing and is, you know, on that ride alongside, mm -hmm. right? You're an adventure partner mm -hmm. together. You know, and she she also called out something I think was important too in terms of how do you make that person feel? feel. And I, you know, it is it is interesting mm -hmm. because over time, uh, and that kind of goes back to we talked about before Dr. Gottman and the masters and the disasters of relationships. You can you can focus on all of the the price of admission things, mm -hmm. the things that drive you crazy. Um, you're, you're messy. You don't do this. You don't do that. And you can kind of pick at that. But when you point out the things that someone is great in, the things that you value, the things that you appreciate, it's that mindset of gratitude mm -hmm. that feels great. Yeah. And it goes both ways. I mean, certainly women want that, but absolutely for a man, I think that's very important. I love that, you know, Wesley tells me a lot. I love the way you look at me. And Here's another thing he said that I think is important uh, that I make him feel safe, mm -hmm. make him feel safe so that when there's a conflict or there's a challenge in our relationship, I'm not like slamming doors and throwing cups and pouting or giving him the silent treatment. There's a safe place. And that's how he feels, makes him feel good. And, and I think that's important for men, how, how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. And that's a way, right? Huge. And she said, like, make him feel like a hero, make yeah. him feel like you're the man. Mm -hmm. You got to build, keep that level of build up yep. there. That's the stuff that makes men go. She, you know what? Everybody else could just go away. She's the one like that's, that's the one for yeah. me. Campus Family Vineyards is the perfect venue for your next business event. Million dollar ideas are inspired by great conversations and great conversations are inspired in beautiful atmospheres. This boutique vineyard has a beautiful atmosphere and it can accommodate a small board meeting or a 500 person team building event. It's tucked away in Byron, California. That's convenient for any business located from San Francisco to Silicon Valley. It's a great getaway without going away. Go online and visit our site, camposfamilyvineyards.com or call 925 925 
308-708-7963 to book your business event today. Hey, Des and Gina Marie, uh, it's Kristen. I'm 49 and single and dating. I'm from just outside of Detroit, Michigan, obviously in the United States. Previously, I think I always thought, like many young women, that men love it when women are all done up and their makeup is done and they take the time and pride in their appearance, which certainly matters. But as I've aged, I realized that men really just like the simplicity of what a woman really is all about. And uh, a really good man really appreciates the woman for truly who she is without having to try to change her um, and accepts her for the fabulousness that she really is. Um, I was fortunate when I was married. I am a widow that, uh, you know, when I was pregnant, a lot of women don't feel great pregnant. And um, I was very fortunate that I was made to feel the most beautiful I've ever felt in my life. I was creating life inside of me, and that was pretty special stuff. So I was very, very fortunate. I do think that we are incredibly hard on ourselves. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely no stranger to that. Um, as we age, we change, but I'm actually really enjoying aging. I'll be 50 this year, and um, that confidence that comes with aging, I think, is very, very attractive to men. Um, I think men are drawn to women who own who they are. So I hope that helps, and I uh, look forward to hearing all the answers on your podcast. Have a great day. Thank you, Kristen. Wow. Okay. That was awesome. So I liked how she said she's really enjoying getting older. I can relate to that. There is a confidence that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I remember Jeff's grandmother, like in her 80s. <laughs> and she was so confident. This woman was beautiful. She was so cool. She wore like skin tight gold lame pants. And, and she was so confident. She'd say, Whatever she wanted. I think as you get older, you just get more and more and more and more confident. And and I love that too, because I've seen that in, in women who are aging, getting older. Aging. Is that the yeah. right word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they don't care what people think. Well, I went down to the wine bar uh, with our friend Donna. And I feel like this has happened on more than one occasion uh, where I, I'd see a woman and she's alone. Or maybe her son played in the band or something like that. And she's like, I love going out by myself. She, she was in her 70s. I love going out by myself. I love listening to music. It's awesome. I just enjoy life. And I'm like, yes. Yes. That yeah. is great. It's not about what people think or that you have to be with your friends or be whatever. If you want to go out because you want to have a good time and there's nobody else to go with you and you want to listen to music, go, go. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. So there's, there's that confidence. She said she used to think that it came, you know, looks mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. You can't keep up with the magazines. You can't keep up with the airbrush. You can't walk around looking like a Snapchat giraffe. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, with the filter all the time, you know, that cute little nose and glasses and stuff. No, like this is it. It's not realistic. Yeah. Right. Mm -mm. And so there's more to it than just your looks. She said, I, I love how she said that, that, um, when she was pregnant, he was 
he made her feel like the most beautiful woman in the world. That's yeah. such a tender little thing that she said. And it made me think of, you know, if body shape and that perfect little body was what men were totally attracted to, then they wouldn't be attracted to a woman with a big bowling ball in front, right? right. And it's not that. It's there's life inside. And he was attracted to that life inside that they created. Right. Oh, That's so special. So exciting. I yeah. love that. So there you go. Hmm. Are we getting a little bit of a pattern I do here? believe so. Hmm. And Kristen is, I, I admire Kristen so much. This is a sharp woman. Yes. She's, I relate to her. We're both widows. Yes. And she's successful in business. She's, and she's confident and living her best life. Oh yeah. And this is what she says. Confidence comes with aging. It's not about the looks. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay, let's see what the next caller has to say. Hey, Des and Gita Marie. This is Deanne. I am 52 years old, and I live in Mesa, Arizona. I am single and dating. And what I find is that I used to believe men found the perfect body attractive. And now I find that it's the confidence. I definitely don't have the perfect body anymore at 52 years old, but I do know who I am and have confidence. And I have more attention now than I ever did when I had that perfect body. And they tell me they like the curves. Go figure. I love Deanne so much. That's fantastic. So Deanne is single and dating. Now she's she's 52, right? Uh-huh. And she says that she used to think it was the perfect body. And she finds out that that she her curves are enjoyed. And I think her curves are enjoyed because she's confident in that. If she was like, oh, don't look at this and oh no, don't touch me and don't hold me, you know, right? then I don't think they'd be enjoying it. Nope. It's how, it's what you emote, right? It's what you mm -hmm. put out there. Mm -hmm. And, there's, and there's she said she's got more attention now. More Whoa. attention than when she was focused on the, the whole body yeah. part. That is awesome. Okay. Once again, confidence. Definitely okay. a theme here. Definitely a theme. All right. And this is our last caller that called in. And let's see what she has to say. Hey, Des and Gina Marie. It's Fran from Charleston, South Carolina. I am 55 and married. Um, I love your podcast. So what I believe men find most attractive about women now at this stage of my life, I'm hands down confidence. Um, which I never would have thought of when I was younger. <laughs> um, I, I thought it would have just been like looks and the body shape and how fit they were and their hair and makeup and, and you know, none of that. I mean, not that it doesn't matter, but hands down, confidence is the most attractive thing a woman can, can wear. It, you know, so there, it's my opinion. Thank you. I love that. She said confidence is the most attractive thing that you can wear. I'll tell you what else is attractive. Love it. Fran's accent. Hello. I love her so much. <laughs> because that, 
is what Rob pointed out last week. She's like, oh, there it is. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Fran, okay, you know, what's really cool about this is that Fran comes from the fitness industry. She has a fitness industry background. And what does she say? Body shape is not where it's all at. It's confidence. Feeling If there was any theme that we picked up, it's certainly that, right? So what do you think, Desiree? You think if women are wanting to attract a man, they need to work on their self-growth? That's right. So that they can be confident? Yeah. Because it takes self-growth to get to confidence. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because when we went on this this, uh, experiment, this suggestion of, hey, reach out. To people, different age groups, different places across the country, see what they have to say. We didn't know what to expect, right? These these folks are all different people, di- live in different lives, but there's there's a common theme, and it's from men and women that are saying the same thing. So there's there's something here, right? Yep, Agreed. there's something here, and so th- this is really cool. And I was thinking about this as we were listening to the the answers over the last uh, you know couple of weeks, and uh, when I went to the Oprah event, it was so cool to go to Oprah Winfrey's 2020 Vision Tour in San Francisco, and she did you know she did her talk, and one of the things that she talked about is what you go through in different seasons or decades of your life, and she said. In your 20s is when you're finding yourself. In your 30s, it's where you're growing and becoming more of who you are. In your 40s, you're working on your disease to please other people. Mm. And then in your 50s is when you're everything that you're meant to be. Boom. And, you know, and beyond, right? And beyond, essentially. And I think that... You know, so going, you know, even to Kristen's comment of confidence comes with aging, I think through life and it's just natural course, it just comes from within that we question. We question ourselves because you're, you're, you are living in societal norms and societal norms are exactly what April and everyone else talked about. What are the magazines saying? And we've, we've said this is, there's, it's amplified today because what was just from the magazine and the TV is now social media and it's, it's magnifying times, you know, a hundred of different places where self-image is so thrown in front of our face. And so I think this conversation is even more critical to have now because it validates that that's not what's important. No, it's not. And, and, Perfection, if you're working on perfection, just you might as well just give that up because it doesn't exist. Yeah. But we live in this realm where we're we get the picture before we send the selfie. Hold on, let me let me, you know, edit smooth everything out so that when they actually see you in person, they don't recognize you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> oh, wait. Who wait, that's is that you? 
Well, you know, when you, <laughs> you when, sent me that picture earlier today, I you, don't even recognize you. <laughs> yeah. You turn on the TV and you see these dating shows because they meet, they meet online and you hear women talking about that. A, they, they lied about their age. You know, they said they were younger than what they actually are. And then they sent a picture that was older, right? Maybe that was 10 years ago. So it's not a lie because it was me, but it's not me today. (laughs) Or they did so much editing to it. And it's like, that's just too much work. Too much, too much. How long can you guys be exhausting? How are you going to hold that up? What are they thinking? What do you think? I don't even know. I don't even know. Obviously not long term because you cannot sustain that. Mm-mm. So I listened to a book called The Seven Irresistible Qualities Men Want in a Woman. Yep. What high quality men are secretly looking for when they're choosing the one, right? Ooh. And it's by it's by Bruce Bryans. And I took some I took down some notes and Des will put this on the show notes if you wanna check out the book. That's right. But the first thing is honesty. And then, just like we were talking about, make your picture your picture. Your be picture, who be you proud are, of it. Right? Yeah. You know, be honest about you are uh, who you are, mm-hmm. what you want. And what you want out of life. I love it. Be honest about it. Number two, be supportive. That makes when you're supportive to him. And then we heard that um, from DJ said said it. April April said said it. it, Right? Said it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes her irreplaceable. It's a a quality guy usually has a dream and a plan. So if he a quality guy has a dream and a plan, be supportive of that. Mm -hmm. Number three, feminine. Be mm. graceful. Women who love being women, like, you know, embrace that. So if you've got those curves, rock those curves, mm-hmm. just embrace who you are. And, and that will, uh, that will attract a mature masculine man mm-hmm. will be attracted to that. Um, being feminine is being nurturing. Like Christina said, That's like right. listen to, you know, what they want and feed them and, you know, make them feel good. Well, um, and, you, and you talked about too, as you shared with me, that inner joy and cheerfulness. Rob talked about that mm-hmm. of saying someone with a good, fun personality. Yes. That's yeah. that inner joy. Yep, yep. A je ne sais quoi, Ooh, right? It's fancy. Being the fullness of who you are. That's because right. you are unique than anybody else in the world. And the more that you are who you are, the more je ne sais quoi you will mm-hmm. have, right? Focus on having fun and sharing it, having a, an a attitude of gratitude in all circumstances. Because the biggest fear a man has is marrying a woman and then being miserable. Oh, so, you know, yeah, like, yeah, be, be that, <laughs> be, be nice, be kind. Right? Number four, unconditional respect is something that he recra- he craves respect. It doesn't mean how you feel about him in the moment. It means just all the time, you know, cause guys are going to have their ups and their downs and their moods and whatever. Mm-hmm. Secure enough with yourself to give him time to be with the guys so he can connect with that masculinity and everything. Don't be clingy. 
What oh, you, sorry. Stage, no stage four clingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're with a quality guy, you don't have to worry about what he's doing with the guys. Right. Because he's going to be a quality guy. Yeah, so. And hopefully you, know, you got something to do with the girls or something. Right. right? Yes. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the one quality that rules them all is unconditional respect. It allows him to feel like he's a protector and a provider. Number five, complete acceptance. Mm. This is the trade that will make him open up to you. And this is what we're talking about with with Wes. Like when he's in a space and and I, I show up soft, then he feels accepted and he will open up to me. Mm. If I do not provide a soft space for him, he's not going to open up to me. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not going to change him. So you might as well just accept it, ladies. You're not going to change him. He wants a girlfriend, not a mother. They have one already. They have one already. Don't need and a second they're one. trying to figure out how they... All of that. Yeah, anyhow. Make him feel completely loved. So usually men say they get a woman and they don't want her to ever change. And a a woman gets a man and goes, "Mm, I can make him change. That's funny. (laughs) And who said that they, was it Bethany that said, I think guys are very forgiving, like like more more gracious. And that's, I think of Beth, what Bethany said when I read that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number six, unwavering loyalty. It's the one thing a man desperately needs from a woman. You don't slander him. That will betray his confidence and it decreases your value. Be a master, not a disaster. That's right. Be truthful. Refuse to be petty or malicious. Refuse to complain negatively to him about your friends and family and coworkers. Mm. Like, you know, you guys can work that stuff out. You don't need to be telling everybody about it. Go to him with it. Right. In a soft way. Maybe we can make a podcast on how to do that. Um, Role playing. (laughs) That's right. We could do that. Um, You know, don't try to get other guys' attention. So number seven would be proactive love. The power of unselfish, affectionate woman is she's worth her weight in gold. So um, Gary Chapman wrote Mm -hmm. the book, The Five Love Languages, and it is quality time, acts of service, gifts, touch time and there's a test you can take online it's free to find out you know what that is and that and and know that about the man that you're with and then be proactive in that so those are those are some ways that you can attract that man be confident all of these things those seven irresistible ways that he had on there for for creating a high quality man was not like do squats, get lip injections, you know, tummy tucks. It was nothing, none of that. No. It was all about how they, women it's can how make you, a man It's how you feel, show up. How you show up. How you show up. Your qualities, your traits, your character. And to be able to do those things, you have to be a confident woman. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be a confident woman to let your, your man go. That's right. You have to, you, and, and that's beyond getting a haircut, like getting the right haircut and looking great is not going to give you the confidence to feel okay about your guy going out in the world and doing whatever he needs to do and supporting him. All of that confidence comes from self-growth, working on yourself. Knowing who you are. That is the skinny. 
The skinny. Right on. Wow. I think we can land that there. We can land this. This is fantastic. That was fun. Really awesome. Really awesome. Mm. Well, we really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. So we are going to wrap up with gratitude attitude. I have something I'm super excited about. You're super excited about something? I know. It's totally unusual for me. That's super out of the ordinary. Whoa. So I'm really grateful that I raised my youngest one. You know, Jeff passed away. She was the one I worried about the most Mm. because she had less amount of time with her dad. She, he passed away when she was going into kindergarten. It slowed down her schooling. I was trying to homeschool. I shouldn't have been homeschooling. I was... But I felt like I needed to have her home longer than or more, you know, to, to make her emotionally stable. And I wasn't worried about her scholastic standing. Right. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, circumstances are the way they are. Put her behind in school and she had to go back a grade. And that little girl, I am just so grateful. <sighs> She's amazing. So she, number one, when the teacher said, we can tell the class that you're going to go back a grade. I can tell them. I can tell them when you're there. I can tell them when you're not there. You can tell them. And she said, I want to tell them. So she stood in front of her class. She told the class, number one. Number two, she really struggled with leaving all of these friends. It was her first time at public school. She loved it. She couldn't wait to go to school. She was so excited. And then she got put back a grade. So at the beginning of the year, she said to me, my word for the year we were talking about words for the year and Mm. i said my word is abundance and she said my word is conquer i love i want to conquer this grade so i can move on well i just got a notice (gasps) that she's getting an award oh my goodness i'm not surprised in the least what the heck in the world it's so amazing she's amazing so my gratitude is that It's the scariest thing in the world to lose so much. And as you know, I mean, you know from a different, I know what your mom felt like. Mm -hmm. You know how you felt as a kid losing your dad. Oh, yeah. And to say that I didn't worry would be an understatement, right? But, you know, we've just poured into this little one. And to see that the thing that I was worried about the most in this little girl was her confidence because not having a dad. And here she's like... My word is conquer. And she wears a little bracelet. We made it. She is nine. Nine years old. Hello, and she's people. All, my word is con- conquer. Whoa. Whoa. Right? Whoa. So that's my gratitude attitude. That is remarkable. Remarkable. Uh, well, on that note, I'm grateful for a human being. And that person is my sister. Mm-hmm. I have an older sister. And as the years go on, my gratitude for her just gets bigger. You know, when we were younger, it's, and we have a nine-year gap between us. And so when you're young, that's, that, that's big, right? If you're nine and 18, how much do you really have in common? What's really going on? And so it probably wasn't until maybe I turned 16, you know, and we started having more. You were more like a little pain. Right? Because I was the pain. I have a a 13-year gap from my sister. And they were just like, go away. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, and of course, the only thing that you wanted to do is have it be accepted. So you were just like, what can I do? 
how can you like me? And, and now we have such a mutual relationship of, of respect for each other. And she's always telling me, I love you no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter what decisions you make, I will love you always. And it's, it's one of those things that that's what you want to hear from the people that are the closest to you. You know, that sometimes the people closest to you are the ones who judge the most, <laughs> right? right? I mean, right. It's, it's just natural when you're you're in each other's lives and space so much. Um, it's easy to do that. And no matter what challenges I was ever facing, whether it was in school, in my career, in my relationships, in my marriage, it's like, whatever you decide, I'll support you. You want to go left? You want to go right, straight, up, down, diagonal? It's up to you. That's awesome. Got your back. You know, and that's that's awesome. I think that's what how siblings should should feel. Mm-hmm. How you know, and and we're uh, and I'm learning to just lean into that. Is to just have that openness and honesty, and and that's 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 cool. I love that. Thanks, that sister. Thanks, sister. Woo. Oh, that's wonderful. Love ending on these gratitude attitude <laughs> notes. And with that, we'd like to say thank you for listening to our podcast. We enjoy serving you each week all of these yummy tidbits to make your life more enriched That's and to right. decorate your life. Yeah, and to take and to take action. That's yes. what we're all about. Is you know, have faith, elevate yourself, take action, be fearless. And that's that's what we want for all of you. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Share it with someone who might be struggling with confidence. Share it with people that can benefit from hearing this, that might be having some questions that this could help reinforce that they are, like Jean Marie always says, and I love to hear it because sometimes I need the reminder, we're wonderfully made. Amen. So please do that. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a rate and review. We certainly appreciate it. You can call us one 833 6925477 leave us a message or just say hello. Yeah, and that's 1-800-833 my bliss. Mhm. You can go to blissful fortitude, leave us a message on our website. Mm-hmm. blissfulfortitude.com. Do that. Instagram is blissful fortitude. That's our uh Instagram handle. Subscribe so- rate and review we love reading your reviews they've been all they've of been the reviews all, we love reading all of them they're all they're marvelous all awesome. thank you so much for your, <laughs> your commentary yes we so appreciate we it love it so leave us a review and with that may your faith be bigger than your fears and remember you are your only limit So take action today. Thanks for listening to To the the Bliss Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear Fear podcast. podcast.